you give him the time, as you live, his word rhymes. Well, hello, everybody. My name's Dave. And my name's Tim. And here we are again, back on Living in God's Rhyme. Yes. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, for sure. Tim, yeah, I was uh, I was doing some things this week, and in your books, I was thinking about it, and this just came to mind. Not every poem in your books is about Christian life, is it? No. In a sense. No, not everyone. Uh, the middle of each book has some poems that are written. Well, some when I was uh, just out of college, some that I wrote uh, for someone, for my wife, about right. my kids, just everyday life. Uh, there's a few in there where I was uh, kind of challenging myself to write differently, something unusual. And there are poems that I liked that I, I thought were worth putting in the books so people would get a better idea of the whole me. Because as um, some people point out, I am I am quite the dork. <laughs> it was pointed out today uh, by my daughter, one of my daughters. <laughs> but no, that's uh, that's what it is. It's just, yeah. You're, you're quite the dork, huh? I'm, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you you know, it, it could be worse. <laughs> I've heard worse. <laughs> yeah, so have I. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I told I told uh and uh two of her her daughters were with us and we were having lunch and uh the nine year old uh I had said to uh to uh, Emily, I said, you know, if I had a half a penny for every time someone called me that said you're a dork, I'd be a billionaire. <laughs> so then we had to try to explain that. Well, first of all, half a penny, because <laughs> you can't cut a penny in half. And, right. and secondly, you know, why, why is he getting money when you're call, just because you're calling him something? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you really started something there, didn't you? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure on, your, on her way home tonight, she was calling you a dork again. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> My dad is a dork. God, he's a dork. I, you know, I've uh, I've been called worse, brother. I know you have too. Uh, yeah, there's uh, no, I I I get that, and uh, actually, I feel good about it because it means that I've done something stupid, but it's made somebody laugh. <laughs> so you, yeah, I'm sorry, you're making me laugh. It's now. easier than applause. You know, it'd be embarrassing to be sitting in yeah. room with, with friends or family, other family, and I yeah. say something, and and the girls all stand up and clap instead of said in unison, "Dad, you're a dork." <laughs> yeah but i'm sure and i'm and i know your daughters they're saying it with love oh yeah <laughs> and you're being a dork out of love um so tim let me ask you I, there's something that you said that really resonates here in my mind so when you were putting your books together you were relying not just on current ones you were writing you were relying on on past ones too that sound right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the the process, and, and folks, I, I, like I mentioned it, I'll mention it again now. I'm the process guy. I like how the process works. I like to know how it works. I like to know the nuts and bolts, what it took to get from A to B, or how did you build from A to B to C to D to E, and then all of a sudden X is over here, and well, why is X there? That, I'm just weird that way. But there's always something weird about a Carter boy. I think you got uh, wired spelled wrong and said it weird. Yeah, I think so. Way. I'm wired that way. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. 
But again, it's and it's the business person in me and the technical person in me that that I think that's really cool because you've been writing for let's just say more than five years, a few more. Yeah, so you have done all this in journals, kind of like a, a, a way, or and yeah. then you've just kept them over the years. Yeah, and I I typed them up, and as I had mentioned in a previous podcast. Uh, I had submitted a couple early on after I got out of college and when I was first married and we started the family. Uh, the first one was Days of Ann Arbor Poetry Notes. Mm-hmm. And that was just things that happened when I was at school. Uh, not that, not, and it wasn't, it was poems I wrote while I was at school. I didn't write about any specific events back then. Mm-hmm. And then the, the, the second one was, uh, after, as I talked, we talked in the last podcast with Larry Dunn and, and finding who Jesus was, I'd written one called the Jesus Poems. Right. And those, those Jesus Poems are in the first book, God Rhymes, the first part of the book. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, but I've collected them, I've written them, and uh, I have quite a pile of them. And fortunately, some of them are typed up. What really helps? What really helps today are computers and the fact that you can actually save. Yeah, no, I like that. I mean, and, and that's. But I, I, I look at some of the things that you did early on that I know about because of a, a little book that, and, and, and folks, you can't see this, but I'm showing Tim the first book that he sent me. Dirty socks, living dirty life socks. inside out. You know, it's. Uh, it's an amazing book and it's, it's unfortunate that these folks will never hear or see this, but we are going to bring some of this into the podcast eventually down the road. But this are, these are things that you were thinking about a lot earlier on too. That yeah. And there's some, some great work in there. There's some poetry in there. Yeah. And I, I did have to write a few things for that book and uh, I'm happy with it. Yeah, it was a, it was a Christmas gift for the kids. Yeah. For Mary Lou, just, and I sent it to you and Paul. Right. Uh, just, um, yeah, growing up and what my life had been like till then and how weird I was. <laughs> yes. No, wired. <laughs> no, I'm weird. You're wired. <laughs> okay. Let's get this straight. Okay. Okay. So, um, so talking about everyday life, you got a poem that has something to do with that? Yeah. I'll tell you what. <clears throat> this thing was, this is called Residential Rain. And it was written after, it was written in uh, early 70s, 1970s, for those who don't realize there was a century before the 20th century, the 21st century. (laughs) And and it it was after, it was a rainy Sunday, and we had a a Sunday dinner, our family, the Mm -hmm. five of us. And it was raining, and this is just uh, thoughts that went through my mind. And this is it. Residential rain. The rain is falling on houses, giving the roofs a glossy cover. One that, when it dries, takes with the water the shine. The sound of the rain pit pat, pit pat on the rooftops as it falls, sometimes hard plop, sometimes fine and soft. April showers get soaked up by the ground, make the grass green as the streets flood, making what grass there is hard to be seen until the sun wrings out the sponge. Inside, the people sit watching TV, eating Sunday dinner, lights on at 3 in the afternoon. 
Things are quiet. The rain, the rain brings the clouds closer. An occasional car passes by, wipers going flip-flop as the rain drops, flip-flop on the windshield. The tires spraying out water onto the already flooded street. The residential rain falls, making Sunday afternoon a quiet afternoon, one full of introspection and leaky roof detection. <laughs> so that was, yeah, just one of those things. Something in life, uh, my eye on that was it. That was it. So, wow, that's that's still a pretty good one. It's been one of my favorites for for a long time. I could see why. I mean, it, it's not just a cool kind of a day, but it was. Yeah. Do you, I agree. you 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 remember? And so do I. I re- remember Sunday dinners. Oh yes. Uh huh. I mean, I'm sorry f- for a lot of you younger um, listeners that didn't grow up with Sunday dinners at, at mom's house or at our grandma's house. Uh, that was quite the thing. I mean, it was a nice dinner. Everybody was, you know, the whole family was there. I remember after Tim, after you had, had moved out and, and were engaged and then married, you guys would still come over for Sunday dinner. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was working in a paper mill, there were some days that I was upset that I was going to have to work Sunday afternoon at the paper mill, and I was going to miss Sunday dinner because Sunday dinner was important. It was just, it was special. It was a good time with family, yeah. uh, and it wasn't pizza. No, it was food. It wasn't fast food. No, it uh-huh. was it was homemade food, and someone put some effort into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I, <clears throat> Mary Lou and I both grew up, you know, having uh, dinner with our families, uh, Sunday meals, and it continued as as we had children. But I am so glad that uh, we were able to have every day, every evening during the week, dinner together at the dinner table. Sunday afternoons, we'd have a big meal, usually not always mm-hmm. huge. But, you know, we did it together. Right. And it was it was important to us and uh, to do that. And I, I think it helped uh, keep the family together. Um, it helped us uh, understand and accept each other and be more tolerant of each other. And um, it did one other thing for my children, I will confess. Uh, I don't think I mentioned this earlier, but it did lead, I think, the the majority of the five to thoroughly dislike Hamburger Helper. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned they didn't like Amber Upper. Yeah, okay. I thought I did. You did, Just yeah. Because it was so easy. Yeah. Yeah. I I I remember I just honestly remember most of our lives. You know, you went to church on Sunday morning, you got home, you changed out of your, your Sunday best, you 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 know, and mom was downstairs cooking dinner. Yeah. And you'd eat dinner around two or three and then Later in the afternoon, I remember many, many times going with with my mom and and our our, our mother. I'm sorry, uh, to to grandma's house. To so mom visited grandma once a week. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, and you know it was great. You 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 get there and and grandma knew everybody was coming and and there were freshly baked cookies <laughs> at at grandma Shell's house. There was always freshly baked cookies. Oh you know, yes, there were. and you know you'd go visit Grandma Carter, and, and there'd be something different. But uh, 
Yeah, I mean, and that was, I'm sorry, I got, if I'm too far away from the microphone, folks, but that was, it, it, when you're at a certain age, you, you go, oh, do I have to go? And then you you get to a, a, a 12, a 13, and you go, oh, cool, we're going to grandma's house. I get to learn more stuff. <laughs> the things yeah. that you learned from grandma, because both our grandfathers were, died way, way young. I mean, for us, I mean, I was what, three, I think when grandpa Carter died and, yeah, and um, mom was what, seven or eight when grandpa Shell died. She was seven when grandpa Shell died. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we never grew up with big grandfathers in our lives. Yeah. No, but we had grandmothers. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah. Formidable grandmothers. And there's no doubt there. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading some things here, and you had this thing with, uh, you know, I'm working my way into another poem here from you. It's called. Well, um, I want to want you go ahead and fumble through it. I want to listen. I, I, your uh, the notes you sent me here say uh, "Back to Normal" was written in ni- in the late '90s, early 2000s. My attempt to out Bob Dylan, who, by the way has a couple of good Christian albums. Yes. What, uh-huh. what did you mean by that? Okay. I remember back early on after we were married, Mary Lou and I had, excuse me, gone to uh, import here, a uh, uh, Gordon Lightfoot concert. We both liked right. Gordon Lightfoot. And I like, I had liked Gordon Lightfoot before that. Mm-hmm. And I had written a poem. Apparently I had written a poem trying to be like Gordon Lightfoot. Okay. And I wrote, I, and I asked, I don't know which poem that was, <clears throat> but years later, I remember writing a poem where the, one of the lines was, a light foot imitation turns your stomach. Okay, I was trying to imitate him. Well, Bob Dylan just, he fascinated me, just fascinated me with the way he could write. And it was so different than, than the lyrics of other musicians at the time. It still is. And I, mm-hmm. I, I had a number of his, his albums, but what surprised me one day, and this would have been in the, uh, I don't know if it was the late 80s, early 90s, I'd have to go and check to see uh, what the release date was, but he 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 became a Christian. And he wrote, he released a, uh, an album called Saved, which I haven't, I haven't heard. I, I've probably heard songs off. And another one called Slow Train Coming, which has some songs on it I just love. They're all Christian songs, and yeah. uh, and then uh, years later we saw him in concert. Boy, that was something else. But uh, I just have always admired him. I liked his writing style, and every once in a while, I just I tried to do something like him. Uh, right, I don't, right. I don't know that this one is the perfect example, but it's uh, for me it was unusual. Okay, are you ready? Well, folks. I hope you're ready. Go ahead. Hey, that makes one of you. (laughs) Call back to normal. Storm came passing through today. Took the roof right off the barn. Didn't really do nobody no harm. Except nobody's got nothing to say. Now ain't that the problem. The cats done gone got their tongues. Probably had them all since they was young. All they, yeah, they, they all done swallowed their woods. But from eating that there alphabet soup, done swallowed every letter. 
so as they can't make no rhymes. When they talk, they don't use them punctuation marks and such. That's that's what adds flavor to any kind of talk or conversation. There ain't no meaning without an explanation point. Ain't no use in pointing your finger either, as far as I can say. If you ain't talking with your heart, might just as well keep your hands in your pockets. If you ain't got no capital, you can't begin to state your case. There ain't no run on the sentence where I can see your smiling face. Can't feel your pain. Can't answer no questions. Don't know if them's tears or just the falling rain. That storm came through today. Yeah, it took the roof right off the barn. And I think you got your writing desk because you seem to have lost your letters. Not much else to say except maybe. Did you see the storm as it passed through? Or is it still storming and you just don't see it? Or is it that if you don't talk about it, it didn't pass over you? What is one to do? Maybe you know what to do. You just don't want to. This is the world we live in. Not too many noticing the storm. That's wow. it. I don't think Bob read them that way. but Well, we don't know that. We don't. Maybe we could get him on this podcast and ask him. Uh, uh, you know what? I, I was uh, reading that when I was um, earlier before we started recording. And one thing that I hadn't noticed before that I did today was maybe you just don't know what you do. You just don't want to. This is the world we live in. Too many not noticing the storm. And that's a whole other podcast. But today we're living in that right now. Well, with the pandemic as it is and, and what it's done to everybody in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, enough for that. We can move on. <laughs> yeah. Um, folks, um, there is a couple things I want to say here. Um, one is from uh, my brother, Tim. He's uh, yes, he's a dork. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm going to be sorry. I told that story. I say that with love. But Tim has uh, the the only way to have read that poem was Tim read that poem. If you read it as 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 me, I mean, if I'm reading that poem, folks, and I start out, or I say, a storm came passing through today, took the roof off the barn. It doesn't have the same meaning as how Tim did it. So it's not just how you write it. It's how you read it and how you talk it and how you say it. It's very, very important. And I, I, to this day, I have always loved that character. Always. <laughs> I have characters myself. Trust Do you? Me. Oh, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, we, we have a few. I have a, I have a, uh, <laughs> I have a Southern Baptist oh. minister in me. Well, well, we all go to the meeting and, underneath the tent oh okay and and we all say yes a lot but i tell you that's for another day so brother we're gonna do that one day but today is not the day to go there but anyways um i i digress (laughs) you 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 and kermit need to get together i think for this voice do i have a yeah it's uh reverend bob Reverend Bob, okay. Reverend, Reverend Bob, because Reverend Billy Bob, it was already taken. Okay. There's a few more in there, but probably not as many as you. 
I only got six. Six. Well, that's a few more than I've got, folks. But uh, I do want to warn you, all six will come out. Folks, just be ready. Are you, oh, I thought you were warning me. No, I'm warning them. I'm warning our wonderful listeners that, and and every time one comes out, it makes Tim and his characters more endearing to you. So, and trust me on this. And and I'm Dave. I'm the Dave. <laughs> my name. <laughs> I was associated with a dance studio once. Oh, and yeah. my name is the Dave. The Dave. And the Dave says it's true. It's true. Okay, the Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's my title, the Dave. Yeah, I'll try to believe. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, you keep trying. Okay. <laughs> you hear enough voices, it's going to be really trying on you. Well, you know, I there's lots of voices in my head, but I've okay. learned to, to I've learned to to push most of them away. Or oh. At least shut them up. Yeah, you know, they most of them got an off button. Um, I'm the audio guy. I know where the audio yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that. So. Oh, so okay. Um, I'm gonna let you. I want. I want an answer to this one. Where did that poem come from? I mean, I mean, where where was? What was? It wasn't. What was your thought process? But, but why with that voice? Or did well, you did you write it in that? Did you write it in that voice? Well, that's, that's a big. I think I, I was trying to. I I didn't get all the the words reduced. I I was trying to talk like uh i guess a hillbilly and forgive me if that's offensive but it, today i don't but, think it's offensive but i was just that's what it was sort of the rough off the barn and so yeah and i thought i needed to you know abbreviate words like well use ain't and eaten and uh take make every every uh, instead of every every right let's say, punctuation marks yeah kind of talking conversating i mean i just <laughs> i just wanted a a different feel to it than what i was used to because uh, it just made sense to me at the time to do it that way and that's what i want to do something completely <laughs> out of the different world. yeah so when did but so was that in the late 90s early 2000s when you did that one uh remember it was probably in the 90s in the 90s. yeah Okay. I'm when I was just kind of messing around. Well, was did you do very many that way? That's what what I mean, to not the messing around part or, or the voices part, but I mean, to where you really ventured away from from the the, the direction that you were kind of headed in, in with Christian poetry and go. Oh, this is no, nothing. Nothing like that. That's 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 a unique one in itself. That's the only one like that and. Mm-hmm. As far as veering away from other things, um, tried probably a few things, but not not many, and uh, okay. aren't going to see the light of day. Just the okay. darkness of the uh, box they're in. Well, you know, we don't need to go into that. <laughs> At least not today, not on this episode. Yeah. Um, so I, I know there's there's something in me tells me I need. I need more information about this specific poem, but maybe I'm best just let that lie. You know, they were saying that bark, let that sleeping dogs lay and lie. Yeah. I'm uh, not going to get into the lay and lie situation because of my <laughs> last girlfriends. We did. That was, that was a, that was a bone of contention. Lay and lie. Um, I'm going to lay down and take a, no, you're going to lie down. I'm going to okay. lie. I'm going to lie. Anyways. Um, to me, Dave. 
Yeah. So. Anyway. No, I it, it was just one of those days, you know. I like I got Bob Dylan on my mind. I got something else in my mind. I was thinking, how can I write something that doesn't sound like me? Yeah, you did it. <laughs> but the thing is, it it is a little Bob Dylan esque. Yeah, it's also a little Gordon Lightfoot esque, but it's also very Carter esque. <laughs> That's a lot of going on, aren't there? I thought you were going to say grotesque. No, <laughs> no, because the yeah, poem, that's esque The po the poem means more to me read aloud that way than it would be to me in in printed form, because I get to hear how it was meant to be heard. Yeah. That's the sad part of, of some of these things. It was interesting when I was practicing reading it. Mm -hmm. That voice came out right away. And I knew it. It was the only voice just, for it. Just instantly, right? It's just automatic. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. Yeah. Sure is. I uh <clears throat> I'm always amazed at way how when you, you read the words of somebody else, you're you're trying to imagine their voice speaking it. Mm -hmm. Tim and I were talking a couple of years ago about me doing some audio recordings of his poetry. I remember. Which, uh, and which didn't go well. Uh, <laughs> he and I have this thing about punctuation, uh, you know, commas, periods, and, and where to breathe. <laughs> we didn't agree. <laughs> you know, I think I wrote a poem or two about that. Yeah, I think you did. Pointing out the punctuation marks to you. Yeah, because it was like, could you put in a period or a comma once so I know if I can take a breath, like <laughs> they go on forever. And we decided to not pursue that, which I think was the best idea ever. Well, you know, and I, I wanted you because I think you have a great voice for. Well, well, thank you. I've always been told I have a great voice for radio. <laughs> Just not television. <laughs> yeah, but uh, man, we're going to go with podcast, but yeah. It's one of those things where you just go, and 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 I'll be honest with you, if and I'm sure folks, most of us have been to a poetry reading of some sort, whether it was at a coffee house years and years and years ago, or a bookstore, or wherever, or you're just sitting around reading poetry with your, you know, with your best friend or your wife or your your husband or or whoever. Excuse me, uh, excuse the dog barks, folks. I I live in a neighborhood just like you. Um. It sounds better coming from the guy who wrote it. Yeah, mind. I can I can appreciate that. I I had a I had told you before. I took a poetry class in college, and mm -hmm. a professor was. I have never heard anyone read poetry like he did. It was just it was beautiful. He, I hope someday I can get to that point. I've never read that much, out you know publicly. Mm -hmm. Get to where he was, and I can't read everything like I read the last poem. Do you, it's not appropriate for every poem, but uh, no. it, there there is something to be yeah. There's something to be said about hearing the poet uh, read their own poem. I'd also been to a poetry reading at the public library in town, and a uh, another college poetry teacher from Michigan State University had come over, and I was reading some of her poems and got talking about different types of poetry and like, okay, you take the last word in this line and you, three lines later, you rhyme the first word in that line with that other last word and weird things. And 
and if in it as you follow us you realize that uh i don't always have a uh, what you would consider a poetic standard poetic form that i i do go with i i've tried to keep uh the pentameter the same a lot of times i'll go through i'll count syllables sometimes i won't rhyme sometimes i i try to but it's just um free verse and, and that's how it is i'm trying not to get too technical in it because then i'm afraid i'll get lost and lose <laughs> but if lose you're like if you're like me and, and and i think maybe in this scenario you are if you start thinking about what you're doing that's when the mistakes happen <laughs> if you just let it flow naturally you know how you're used to doing it how you've been doing it then it comes out right that's, yeah yeah i find that if i start thinking about it while i'm writing i have to step away yeah yeah because then it's forced and it's it's i've learned yeah. how to do that so, yeah, I, it, I I have that in my everyday life. You're driving down the road, and if I'm thinking about how I'm driving, I don't drive as well as I do just naturally driving. <laughs> it's, it's and folks, trust me when I say this. I'm right now. I I'm working for a very large company in in Florida, driving one of their vehicles, and I want to make sure that I'm doing it properly. <laughs> I would advertise them, but they're not paying me or Tim to do it, so. And they don't get nothing. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think we just found a partner. I think, well, I, I, I want to talk with them, but you never know. Okay. The negotiations are on your way. Oh, ongoing. Okay. <laughs> well, now that we've talked about the voice yeah. and all of that and uh, yeah, being hidden behind a, a screen, you know, I'm not seeing everybody's face. Uh, how about another one? Yes, please do. Okay, this one I wrote in the third book, Living in God's Rhyme. And there was a purpose for it, because I am an introvert. Okay. I've never been a big joiner of things. I uh, can go places alone. I can, I can and have in the past spoken in public, but the thing that makes it easy to do it for me when, I, when I'm comfortable is that I'm in charge. Okay. That makes sense. You're going to listen to me and that's it. That's okay. If you're going to ask questions. I'm probably in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote this one. It's called an introvert's voice. It is that voice inside, inside his brain, his mind. It is like a moving train silently. It is that kind. Thoughts like the wind blowing brain matter around, scattering rhyming lines everywhere without a sound not that he has nothing to say and it's not that he has lost his way it's more like he has turned to stone from feeling safe when being alone he can smile for a while yes he can talk but would rather walk i guess it's hard to explain this silent running train thoughts are there having formed words so many words that no one has heard words that haven't found a voice unsure of how to make a choice for him uncertain he closes the curtain Unable to explain his quiet voice, so he writes words of rights, words of wrongs. It is here where he is strong, so you can hear. An unspoken afterthought. Not sure it makes any sense. More an exercise in rhyming introspection than an explanation. Or maybe it is more. Hmm. Another odd one. I mean, I think. Well, it's not odd. It's it's very thought-provoking. Yeah, just the, just the way it uh 
it flows yeah, well. in, a, in an odd way it flows but not like a lot of others do you write poetry to create thought or do you understand what i'm saying i, I hope i understand said that right do you want to provoke not provoke is the wrong word i'm sorry folks to inspire. you want to inspire thought or in or or yeah, I think I think yeah. anybody who writes wants to inspire thought. In poetry, I think is that way. Um, and this is just a. It was fun to write because of the the way I started out with uh, my how scattered my mind is, and but it yeah you want to do that and and uh, get people to think, mm-hmm. um, and they may not agree with you, but. That's all. Yeah, but it's it. I've noticed because there are poems that you've written and that I've read that that make me think, but they're never so provocative or outlandish that you just go, "Well, where the heck did that come from?" You know, they're 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 good. Um, I don't know. Well, that's I think favorite. I think as uh, in writing Christian poetry, I don't you don't want to be provocative. I just want to. St- with the truth, the truth of God's word, mm-hmm. what he says, what his word says, and that alone, which, uh, as I pointed out in an earlier podcast, the prayer before I pray is important because I know he's there with me, guiding me. Right. I know there have been times that I've started to write, and I could get one, maybe two stanzas done, and I'm done. I, It's no good. I, I It's uh, but I, I just, I, maybe with other types of poetry, you want to be provocative. Right. Christian, I don't think you want to be, you, you don't want to be provocative. You just no, I wouldn't be, think so. you want to be peaceful. You want to be uh, kind hearted and just uh, true to God's word. And uh, mm-hmm. people see that you are at peace. Hopefully that's what draws them to you. Right. Yeah. As opposed to being provocative. Why, well, you, you know, you got people say, oh, that's great. Or people say that guy's a fool. That's not yeah. the purpose. Right. You're not here to be a shock poet. You're here to no. be a, you're here to, to, to make people think and to, and to hear the word of the Lord through you. Yeah. What he has, yeah. what he wants you to say. To yeah. And this is what he's done for me. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's, that's, that's all. It is. It's just, yeah. It's, and it's a story. And uh, I don't think that my story is provocative. I hope it's not. I don't think it is either. I just, oh, okay. I threw that out there just to, uh, Get some something provocative out there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just sure, always, you are always provoking me, Dave. Yes. Well, this is very true. Always have been. <laughs> I uh, yeah, yeah, I've always been a thorn in Tim's side. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Uh, I, I tell you what. Um, I'm starting to get a little echo here, but that's okay. We're going to live with that. Before we go into the next one, is is there anything you want to talk about? Anything I want to talk about. Yeah. Because this, this is going to happen once in a while. Once Where, in a while. I mean, no, it's, I it's, would, uh, I would, I just, the whole, I, I know, um, I think that this, this podcast, um, I'm liking our end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way we interact, I think it, it's good. And uh, I told you earlier that, uh, one of my daughters and my wife listened to, uh, before it was dropped, uh, the uh, 
the first podcast and uh, gave me some favorable comments. So I know we're headed in the right direction. And I think, uh, I just hope that people through this, through our banter back and forth, but the poetry, that those people who are thinking, well, poetry was never my thing, will, as they're listening, and we take that serious moment and read a poem, that they'll start to appreciate a poem. And because uh, it's, uh, as I've said before, that's how I see life anymore, through a poem. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, mentioned that uh, that when you're talking about that friend of yours or that, that gentleman from Canada. Yeah, it was. Uh, um, if you, everybody looks at life differently. You see a poem. I see a business or an entity or a process. Um, our other brother, Paul, sees numbers. Yeah. And your wife sees one thing. His wife sees something else. My ex-wives saw something else. <laughs> Good for them. Um, but it's it's different how we all look at life. I I was I was talking with a gentleman today from the northeast of the United States, and he was his attitude was so wonderful. And when I told him what you and I were doing, this is a gentleman who's about our age. He's he's probably closer to mine than yours. But he, he he was very curious about what it is we were doing, why we were doing it, and how we were doing it. And he goes, so why does your brother write Christian poetry? And and my, my first response was, and I thought it was right, was that, well, you know, my brother is a true Christian, and he believes in God, and God has given him the ability to write poetry and so that's what he does. And that's why we're promoting this this way. Does that sound right to you? Yeah. How I explained it? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah, it, it's why. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hopefully to help build up some Christians who may be having some struggles or, uh, mm-hmm. or some people who don't know Jesus uh, read what he's done for me. And be influenced mm-hmm. by that way, but um, yeah. I've been more prolific writing Christian poetry than others than other poetry. Yeah, I, I think of this podcast too in another way. Also, I mean, everybody today, and there's nothing against it. It's just the way the world is turning. Um, it's I want it now. I want it now. And, and sometimes reading takes too long. They can listen to us as they're driving to work or mm-hmm. they're coming home from work or while they're at their lunch or whatever, and they can get good Christian poetry and good good conversation and back and forth between two brothers and and still talk about about Jesus Christ and, and not be ashamed. And I don't think anybody who believes in Jesus is, is ashamed of that. No, and if, no. And if, if they are, they should not be. But well, they might not know the true Jesus if they're ashamed of it. Right. So, yeah. I mean, if we can help with that, I think that that's exactly why we're doing this. We, we, you said that this was my idea. Well, this was not my idea. I've come to that conclusion. This was not my idea. This was God's idea. 
God said, geez, Dave, you're, you're doing this podcast thing. Well, what about your brother over there? Who's got a, got three books out there. Let's, let's, let's start talking and look at what we did. Yeah. You, me, and look, look what he did. Look at what he did. It's yeah. not what we did. It's what he did. And, and yeah. I never used to think that way. That was not Dave. I'm sorry. I may have, I may have internally thought that, but I never verbalized it. Mm-hmm. And I'm verbalizing it more often now. And I think that that is it's helping me live a better life. I like it. So anyways, enough of that post-pondering. Okay. <laughs> um, you got another poem before we yeah. say goodbye? Yeah. This, yep. This one's called Another Day. It's called Another Day. Okay. Another Day. I already said that. All right. I was okay. found. But it's another day. It's another day. It's still the same day, but this poem was another day. Okay. I was sound asleep, not making a peep, not soaring out loud, my head in a cloud. Then there was a shout. What was that all about? Now awake, I got out of bed, and what else hit my head? Looking up, I found the source of that sound, the cause of all my harm, a clock with a buzzing alarm. Oh my, I asked, why was today starting this way? Looking up as I lay on the floor, I see a figure standing at the door. What else? Was there anything else more? My goodness, it was only four. Good afternoon, my wife said to me. I guess you forgot your glasses and couldn't see that a.m. and p.m. are as different as day and night. You have not only lost your mind, but also your sight. The sight of my mind, if if that I could find, I could remember time and find that watch of mine. Somehow, with bare feet and my soul now bare, I made it to the kitchen where I became aware that all I needed was a little Dr. Pepper and a whole lot of Jesus. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, A little, a little <laughs> Dr. Pepper and a whole lot of Jesus. A whole lot of Jesus. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I have a, a T-shirt with that on it. I think that's you really- it's like you know you have the, you've seen the coffee cups. All I need this morning is a little cup of coffee and and uh, right. a, a, a whole lot of Jesus. Yeah, so for me, it's not coffee. No, me either. I I don't drink the stuff. So now give me uh, give me Diet Coke for you as Dr Pepper. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm sure neither one of them are good for us, but no, God, I know they're not. No, but God's good for us. Um. I want to say this before we leave. I, I, I appreciate the fact that Tim has written three books of poetry. He's written more than three books of poetry, folks. Trust me. He's written five. And I'm sure there are many, many, many that we have. He has not published that we may pull out of him one day, <laughs> you know, down the road. There's a lot of road left for us to be going down. But I want to hear about him. And, and, and I think that what we're doing is is a lot of fun. And it's also... Uh, very, very, it, it makes, it's, it's thought provoking. It makes me think more when we're done with each podcast, I start thinking and, and, and I can't wait to do the next one. It's, it's, it's that kind of fun for Dave. And I'm hoping it's that way for you, big brother, but I'm I, yeah, I'm really enjoying this. I had no, I no idea what to expect when you, when you called me and asked me about it, <laughs> just, again, you talk about God working and you thinking for months, oh, I don't know how to talk to him about this. And me saying, yes, well, it's like me saying, I'll go to the doctor out of town. <laughs> it wasn't my voice. Yeah, it wasn't exactly. my voice, but it wasn't my words. So, 
And I, I'm I'm glad that it it's come to this, and I look forward to all of this, and uh, I look yeah. forward to uh, having uh, the listeners comment. Yes, pro or please, con, please. you know, uh, let us know what what we're doing if you like it. Uh, if there's something you think that we could improve upon, we definitely want to hear about that. And <laughs> yeah. even if you don't like it, let us know. Uh, yeah. We want to know how you how you feel about this and what you think and uh, we hope that you're enjoying it as much as we're enjoying doing this. Yeah. Do you, uh, <laughs> this is really weird. Do you ever think that in your wildest dreams, you'd be sitting in front of a microphone, looking at a screen and talking to hundreds or thousands or a million people? Uh, no, 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 uh, no, honestly, no. That's where we're headed. Never. Uh, I never thought I'd be sitting with a, in front of a microphone, looking at a screen, and seeing you and me. <laughs> I never thought that either. Yeah, well, there's that too. But uh, with God, nothing's impossible. And those things you think about, he's got more. Yeah. He's got much more. So do me a favor, if you wouldn't mind. Okay. Would you... Uh, or could you, or would you take us out with a prayer? I I would be happy to. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that Dave and I have had together in this podcast. We thank you, Lord, for uh, the work that Dave has done in his life, uh, leading to this and giving him the expertise on his end to uh, put this together. And I thank you, Lord, for the gift of poetry you've given me. And we pray, Lord, for those who are are listening to this podcast, that they truly receive something positive out of it, Lord. And uh, pray, Lord, that um, if there's something they think we need to do that uh, could make it better, that they would let us know. And uh, I turn this all over to you, Lord, again. This is all in your hands. I thank you for your blessings. Jesus, thank you for all you've done for us. Continue to work in us. And I pray that we continue to share what you've done with us. And we pray, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, folks, um, just a plug. So, Amazon.com. Type into the into the search bar, uh, God Rhymes, space, space Tim Carter, Carter, and you'll find Tim's books. Uh, we want you to buy those because... They're very, very good. Very, very good. Also at Barnes and Noble. And if you hear an echo in here, folks, my apologies. I don't know why that's happening all of a sudden, but it is. You can follow us on Facebook.com backslash God Still Rhymes. And you can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. And everywhere else. You can also hear us now on iHeartRadio, Tuned In Radio, Pandora. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Music, Amazon Music. The list goes on and on and on. We're, I hate to say this. No, I don't. We're everywhere, <laughs> folks. <laughs> and we're everywhere God takes us. Yes. If you like us, let us know. Leave comments on the Facebook page. If you have a question for Tim or myself, please leave a comment or a question. We will answer you. I guarantee it because we want to hear from you. Just like Tim said a little bit earlier, 
We want to hear from you. Um, I, I am very thankful that, that my brother is, is so talented. Both my brothers are very, very talented and that they have. Yeah. <laughs> if you could see the look folks, uh, if they, if they could put up with me when I was growing up, then, then you need to know them. <laughs> so that's about all I've got for today, folks. Besides this, if you're following us on a, podcasting app please hit subscribe tell all your friends dave and tim are out there doing it we're we're we're, we're singing the, the praises of god and we're also having a good time and talking poetry and i'll leave the, the rest up to tim well dave uh all those times that you talk about that may be trying uh when i look at what's going on today they were all worth it they were nothing compared to the good things today but i just i'm not going to repeat what you said but uh, listen to what dave said we'd love to hear from you we're available on many podcast uh sites and uh let your friends know let your friends know and check mm -hmm. us out on facebook and uh we thank you for your for your uh, listening to us and uh, hope you enjoy it and hope you have a blessed week and until next week god bless God bless, folks. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Goodbye.